This episode is brought to you by George Foreman's Knockout Pain Relief. Welcome to the Yankee Death Star. My name is Dave, and we're going to be talking about another really tough uh, loss in a very long line of tough losses today against the Mets. Uh, this is the first game of three games set that we're playing against them. Uh, yes, I said that right. It is the first game because tomorrow we have a doubleheader, so we have two seven-inning baseball games ahead of us for tomorrow. But before we get into that stuff, let's talk to Mark. Mark, how are you doing today? You know, this has been a tough run right now. Um, this is uh, halfway through the season. We're 41 and 40, so we're one game above 500. Um, we're on pace to win 82 games this season, which is would be a complete disappointment if that happened. But we're playing very poorly. So I have this feeling that we're not an 82-win um, team. We've been extremely consistent, extremely streaky. We started out 5 and 10, and then we went on a run where we won 23 and lost nine. Then we lost 10 out of 13. We went on to win nine out of 14 after that. And then now we're on a streak where we've lost six out of seven. And this is just how the season's gone. And this game was, you know, it was shitty. And yeah, it sucks to lose to the Mets, but it's just one game. Um, getting swept twice by the Red Sox and now losing to the Mets, I mean, it stings. But we have to recognize that we're better than this and we're going to play better than this if we keep it up. We will. But we just can, we have to avoid panicking. And I know it's the media's job to panic. I know the fans are, are panicking, but this team has to stick with it and they will. Yeah, Mark, man, I watched a podcast and listened to a podcast the other day, Yankees podcast. And I have to say this is they kept on being like, listen, this is what it means to be a Yankees fan. We don't panic when it's panicking time. We don't do this. And it kind of made me laugh because the reality is, is that if you're a baseball fan, you've been through this at, for a whole season, half a season or whatever. And that got me thinking when the last time this happened to us was when we were 41 and 40 something um, or 40 and, and 35 or whatever the, the, the combination was and still made the playoffs. I didn't have to look on um, very far back, Mark. It was 2007 when the Yankees made the playoffs and they started the season 41 and 41 at the All-Star break. We are right there, 41 and 40. That's the two 7,000 Yankees. We got the wild card bid that year. Uh, the following year, we did pretty well. And everybody knows in 2009, we won a World Series. That's what it takes to build. That's what we're talking about right now is we're talking about a rebound uh, second half of the year. We all believe this is going to happen with this Yankees team. Um, the podcasts out there are starting to get on board with this whole Hal stepping up and saying, I'm not my dad. I'm sticking with these guys. I'm sticking with the managers. Um, I'm not changing anything up. We believe him. Just like Cashman's saying right now, he's not going to go out and seek major pieces. It doesn't mean he's not going to get a major piece, but he's not going to seek for a major piece in the deal right now. That's exactly the type of players that we need. We saw this happen with Urshela in the past. We saw this happen with Luke Voigt in the past. We've seen this happen with different players that have been on this team for a little bit of time, and especially younger players that haven't had a shot. So, man, I'm really excited about this outfielder that's coming in that we just traded for um, from the Diamondbacks. He's super, super fast. And on top of that, he can play all three outfield positions. It's going to give our guys a lot more rest. It's going to give Aaron Judge more rest and play more DH. This is great for us, Mark. 
Yeah, and let's talk about the game real quick. We can break it down pretty fast because it was there wasn't much action for us. Um, we were no hit through five, and in the sixth, we were able to score a few runs, um, but at that point, we were already down eight runs. So we weren't really in it, um, but it was nice to see us get a few runs and avoid giving up the no-hitter. Uh, in the end, Walker, you know, he played he played really he pitched really well. I mean, you got to give him credit. We weren't able to do much there, but um, you know, at least we were able to get a couple of runs. Montgomery, he got the start. Um, first inning, the third inning, both times he got himself into a pretty deep jam, and he was able to work himself out of both of those situations. But in the fifth inning, um, it really came back to bite him, and um, he ended up giving up three three runs that he was responsible for. One of them he gave up. It was similar to the first and the third inning where he g gave up a couple singles type situation, but in this one he ended up giving up a run. They pulled him, put Lukey in, and um, they scored a couple more runs on him that were Montgomery's runners. So that put us behind three. And then in the sixth inning, they broke it open and they scored five runs there. Um, it was pretty much one of the worst outings by any pitcher we've had this year. Um, shit, it was pretty ugly. Um, Wilson gave up, um, I think he gave up four runs by himself. All five of them were his and he didn't record one out. So in the end, um, what else can I say? The game was over at that point, but at least we were able to score a couple of runs. Dave, why don't you tell us how we got those runs? <laughs> yeah, man, this is going to be really fast here. Six base runners, uh, only, I mean, five base runners um, total, but really six guys on base. Let's go through who that, those guys were. Let's do the walks first. Two times Torres was walked. Great job by Torres tonight. Um, I really felt like he was very calm at the plate, and we needed somebody there like that. Um, we got a walk for DJ LeMahieu. And that is all for walks. Let's talk about hits. Aaron Judge, Stanton, and Urshela all got hits. That is it. Um, we've got Urshela got two RBIs and Judge got an RBI. But again, that is all we got. Judge got a home run his 19th of the year. Uh, unbelievable job. This was off the um, um, in the sixth inning off of Walker. Mark, I'm pretty sure this is the, the home run that knocked him out of the game. Is that correct? I, I, yeah, I, I think there was I think there was a, a couple other plays. I'll need to go back and look at the play-by-play. -play. Um, but I was really impressed with Judge and being patient because Walker was throwing some amazing heat, and I was really impressed with how things were going at that point. Yeah, that's my fault. Uh, Aaron Judge hit the home run to start off the scoring in the sixth inning. Um, Stanton, uh, at that point, singled, and then that's when they did the pitching change. So my fault on that, but... Uh, Unbelievable job still by uh, Aaron Judge. Yeah, I mean, it was a crazy game. You know, not much was happening for most of it. And then eight runs in the sixth inning. I was just trying to look back to see what happened in the sixth inning. And there was so much that took place. So many runs, so many hits. Um, pretty incredible. It sucked that we were in a spot that it didn't matter because we had given up five runs. If that hadn't happened, the runs that we scored in the sixth would have mattered. But as it stood, they kind of felt pointless. But, I mean, at least we didn't give up a no-hitter. We fought through that. I know that we're going to be fine. Um, this is a tough point in the year. But I think we're going to look back at, and, you know, at the end of the season and realize that there were some times that we weren't sure if we would even get into the wild card. And I think we'll be surprised that that's how we felt. But 
you know, this is just one of those, um, you know, you got you to gotta think about it, and it's like one of those low points in the season. And, and this type of shit happens every year. Um, obviously, we're hoping we don't dip below 500, but, um, you know, if this is the closest we get, it's close enough. Yeah, man, you're absolutely right with that. I'm, I'm cool with starting to get some more wins here um, coming up here. Let's talk about our couple games against the Mets that we have. We have Cole pitching against the Mets tomorrow morning. I like Cole pitching in the morning. Um, typically in New York, obviously in the morning has a little bit more moisture in the air. So I hope that that will help with the grip of the ball. I'm not saying that these guys use sticky stuff, but I think it's quite obvious right now that we're having some issues. And I think all major league teams are having issues because I don't think this is just one player. I think this is all players across the board are using um, stuff to help with the um, grip of the ball. So moving on past that, we have Cortez in the second game of the second um, um, second game of the doubleheader. Cortez has been pitching phenomenal. I'm really excited about this, Mark. He's pitched a few games, three, three and a half innings. I really like the way that he pitches. I like the way that he has command of his stuff. And I'm really stoked about this Florida young man getting a chance to start. Um, I believe this is his first start as a Yankee, um, or at least it's the first start this year. Uh, he really stepped up and allowing uh, um, him to be able to do what he's been able to do. Uh, the reason this is happening is because the, the person that we saw tonight in um, late in games to wrap up the entire game tonight uh, was King, Michael King pitched in the late innings. The last four innings was all Michael King. He did a phenomenal job. And the reality is, is that this is Cortez's spot typically, but Cortez has been throwing some amazing heat. He, they've switched um, spots. King has been moved back into the bullpen doing long stretch innings, whereas Cortez, we're gonna try him out as a starter. I'm stoked about this. This will be fun to watch tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, and I heard um, Boone being interviewed after the game talking about King and just like what he brings in uh, as a relief pitcher versus as a starter and the energy and I think that, you know, when he comes in all fired up, that's a big advantage. And when you're a starter, it's a little bit harder to maintain that level of energy. So, hey, I mean, if he's going to pitch at that level, then I'm all for it. Um, we've got to figure out, you know, what we can get from Cortez. Every single time I've seen with him, seen him out there, I've been impressed with his consistency and how much we can rely on him. So this is the natural progression. So I'm excited about seeing how that goes. Well, we appreciate everybody taking the time to join us once again for another episode of the Yankee Death Star. We're going to be back tomorrow for another episode. And once again, this episode has been brought to you by George Foreman's Knockout Pain Relief.